Hello and welcome. No, we're not ready. <laughs> Sorry. I... It's okay. You can finish what I you're to do. <coughs> Are you scratching? No, I laughed. What's this? That's what that sound? Oh, no, I've got a really sore shoulder. It's comforting. All right, where was I? Right, I think you were going to say welcome. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Welcome to campaign one of the Mothership Sci-Fi Horror RPG. Welcome to Gradient Descent and welcome to the Deep. We are all here. We have docked. We have John sitting next to me. Introduce yourself. Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. We are beginning Gradient Descent. At, wait a minute. I'm Andrew. Who are you? Don't confuse the poor people. No, you're the one confusing the four people. I am Andrew. I've always been Andrew. You must be some sort of copy. Ah, you're gaslighting me. You're an infiltrator. Gaslighting? I've never heard such a phrase. You've made it up. Doug, how are you? Uh, hi, I'm Doug. Good. Moving on. Josh, how are you? Um, still Josh. <laughs> Good. Thank you. And Sam. I'm confused. Me too. Who am I? Me Who am I? too. I'm also a little scared by what's happening. I'm on edge and uneased by what's occurring on this ship. It's very weird. We will recap just briefly. We've got the most important thing. I am Andrew the Warden. No, I am. <laughs> Andrew is an anagram of Warden. Andrew is an anagram of Warden. As I say every time on this show. Yes. I'd like to thank our patrons. Go on, go John. On, give them the go list. On, go on, list them out. <laughs> oh, yeah, you like Patreon. Name every patron. <laughs> <laughs> Bearded tit. Bearded tit. Oh. Uh, beep boof. Uh, beep boof. Yep. Samantha, um, bleep off. Don't come forget. For those, for those, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> for, lo for those listening, obviously, if you've listened to our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, the episodes are a little bit looser. You know, we start with a bit of banter, then we get into the music. We take it a little bit more seriously after that, as opposed to the mothership one shots that you're accustomed to, where we've got a, a good lead in and an official finish sort of thing. We've sort of pulled that back a bit and we're, we're relaxing into our characters now. We're relaxing into more of a, an ongoing show. Hey, 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 don't apologize for me. I don't need no one apologizing yeah, for me. We're in campaign mode. Yeah. I mean, you've yes. got to make concessions for a campaign. So we do, let's, we do a little bit of banter, you know, to warm up. We do a little trolling. And then we do a little bit of recap. Would anyone like to recap what happened last week's episode? Sam? So we uh, entered cryosleep while Mokuba made sure that we all didn't die, which we appreciate. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Who knows if we're us still. Then uh, we entered the system, did some final preparations before we arrived at the bell, which is, I guess, the port of entry to the deep. Correct. We met someone... Uh, extremely creepy, who's like the caretaker of the bell. Oh, come is... on. He was a fatherly figure, very welcoming. No, 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 no. He, re he reminds me of like Dracula's gangly henchman. Remfield. <laughs> yeah. That's what the vibe I'm getting. Didn't he used to sound like this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, that's, that's, Master. That's Peter Lorre, who kind of played Remfield-esque characters, but never yeah. quite played Remfield. Yeah. So that was him, Arcady, who was the first dive, one of the first divers? Yeah. The first diver. Self-proclaimed the first diver. Mm. And then we also, or some of us, headed into the chapel where we met Ghost Eater. Sure. Which was another very unsettling interaction. Did he not also proclaim to be the first diver or the longest diver or something like that? Well, he still it, dives. Yeah. Arcady said he hadn't done it for a long time. Mm. But obviously, taking its toll on this poor guy, he's half more... Machine now than man. The Twisted that, and evil. The thing that caught me off guard was the fact that he mentioned that he died several times, and that's always good fun. Mm. He didn't say he died. He said that he it isn't so bad. Yeah. And it's also bad. The f it's bad the first time, but you get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something along those lines. Yep. And then also, apparently, there are ghosts in the deep that we can uh, find and bring. And based on his name, I'm assuming that he may or may not consume them. But that's an uh, assumption I'm making. Yes, data ghosts, I believe, is the preferred science fiction term. And then uh, there were some other folks who were in sleeping bags taped to walls and other such forms of hanging out 
in the bell. Yep, didn't talk to any of those yet, but nope. it's still time. And Dr. Craig and Tony headed to the garden where they started a conversation with Noriko. Yeah, she turned her head, lamented at the little shrines, and said the Minotaur couldn't save them. What do you think that means? I'm assuming the Minotaur is a ship. The ship? The Minotaur ship couldn't save them? Hmm. Well, we're in a labyrinth. Uh, the ship, my... I, I would like to point out that the ship we were in before it was named, uh, the was called the Taurus. Hmm. More the elliptical shape, more than the bull. T-O-R-U-S? Yeah, heard but it. It, means, it means bull. Does T-O-R-U-S also mean T A U? R-U-S. R-U-S. Good yes. job. I, I knew how that finished. <laughs> Does it or not? I'm not sure. I've never heard, heard of T-O-R-U. T-A-U. T-A-U, T-A-U is, is bull. So okay. If it was yeah. Taurus. I've never heard of T-O-R. Neither. It's a, it's a shape. It's a cylindrical. It's a donut. Donuts are Taurus, isn't it? I've never heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. gaslighting me. Gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Taurus. Definition. What do you think I'm doing? Oh, by this the way, John is an anagram of warden. <laughs> A surface or solid formed by rotating a closed curve, especially a circle about a line, which this is the most confusing definition I've ever read of anything. You're gaslighting me. Words are a social About a line which lies in the same plane but does not intersect. So it's got like another version of the same thing. It's got a paraphrase of it saying, a ring-shaped object, especially a large ring-shaped chamber used in physical research. A donut. Yeah, there you go. Hole inside Call a donut, donut hole. All right, we're getting off track here. Shall we return to Noriko, this woman, and see what happens? Everyone, you ready? Yes. Episode five, shall we? We shall. Let us begin. Through the airlock floats Gordon and Dr. Cameron as they return to their ship. And they see Rian, Merkaba, Dutch and Buck sitting around perhaps the mess hall table or the, the cylindrical common area. What do you say? Hey Judas Priest, there's something called a chapel down there if you want to have a look. Interesting. Not now. I think I will undergo places where I am needed. Whatever. How are looking out there? It's quite bare bones, well, in some aspects. But there's a huge lost and found, which is interesting and unsettling. Yeah, well, I didn't, uh, I wasn't joking when I said not very many people come back from the tape. There are a bunch of freaks down there. I don't get the impression that it's super dangerous so much as drives people nuts. And that's not super dangerous? Well, what I mean is people don't want to leave. Mm. Don't want to leave? Yeah, <laughs> buddy, you couldn't get me out of here fast enough. Right on top of you. Once we get what we, what we gotta get, I don't want to become one of those sad bastards that sleeps in a sleeping bag duct taped to a wall. <laughs> They're too what? Yeah, so uh, I'm actually wondering, those coordinates that we used to get here, do we use the same ones to go out, or what was the plan? Yeah, they said you would give you enough fuel to get there and get out, meaning you have your signature is masked as you go in, then you can and raise as we go out. As you go out, the yeah, same yeah. process take the same sort of piloting role, but you've been given 
and in and out without having to deal with the troubleshooters who God knows what they usually ask for people who are leaving. Mm. What, what, what could they do? They could come in and raid your ship. They could take everything you've, you've got. You're not sure. But you've got your out. Yeah. Um, Buck chimes in and is like, well, you know, some people just find their calling. Let's well, not judge them for what they choose to do with their lives. I mean, I guess, but I, it doesn't mean I don't think they're not fucking insane. You go out there and talk to them yourself. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, my, my, I, my contract states I ain't really going to be stepping foot off this if I don't have to, so, uh. You can, uh, you can do all that for me, kid. In fairness, Duck, our last contract said we were just exchanging supplies. Look how well that turned out. So, uh, what's this other mission you're talking about? I keep fucking my accent, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Gordon, what is this other mission you are talking about? Oh, I don't that's know. True, that's true. That. That's true. True. That's it's getting very French there. Very French there. <laughs> What's that? It was comparatively edging on French. I don't. I don't really like mentioning it so much. Um, goo. Yeah. yeah. Goo. Let's just um, let's just move past this. Jeremiah, roll a fear. No, it's not going to be 64. As a teamster, you get advantage on one save. Yeah, 64 on... Take a stress? Yep. Um, let's oh, just... a disadvantage because I'm here. Yes, please. Roll again. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, critical fail. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's so funny because I thought that in my head. I was yep. like, what should happen now? It. Yeah. We're all thinking it. 66. So does that mean he now gets a panic check you now get, advantage? You now get advantage. On a, a panic, check. panic check. Please <laughs> you make. You can choose to make one as a team. So take a stress. Yep. So Doug, Jeremiah, Dutch, you have critically failed. And in Mothership, that triggers a panic check, which is to roll a d20, attempting to roll over your stress. Please take a stress for the roll you just failed. I think you did already. Yep. And roll. Uh, one. And I'm not going to be taking the advantage because he is genuinely... Uh, terrified of this subject so I would say that advantage would sort of cancel out with the fact that anything to do with the goo and the epsilon is immediately like fucking bad territory so you don't want to roll again? no so I'll take my one of course you will because you know what it is I don't it's adrenaline rush yeah yep I do it's focus laser focus adrenaline rush as you start to talk about it very aptly you see him, like, as he's sort of stumbling over his words, you can see he sort of starts sweating and fidgeting with his, um, like, a thing kind of around of his neck. And he sort of starts looking around. Uh, uh, excuse me. And he sort of t- just... Hear this voice in the back. Settle down, soldier. Just drifts off. Oh, dear. What the fuck have I got myself into? And he makes his way back towards the cockpit where he's got his little safety circle of cups. I totally forgot about that. And you're left alone. Oh, well, with the others. others. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that was weird. Sorry, I don't (laughs) know. You're confusing me. (laughs) (laughs) Not while I'm drinking water, damn you. Do you want to hear yourself? Uh, To get a primer. uh, to get Look, a real good you, you could you could try, but I I feel like it's just my tongue tripping over itself. Really, I'll give you. You a, need to pick a dial-in word or phrase. I'm just trying to not say actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I can tell you of epsilon fourteen. Have I heard of epsilon fourteen? I wouldn't think so. This outer rim is not really your territory. Mm. Uh. Okay. Um. I mean, you seem pretty... Sh- he, well, he seems pretty shaken on it. I have no fear. But there was much to fear on Epsilon 14. For more details, 
please please listen, listen. to the Epsilon 14. Brilliant. Yeah, his Tactic. mouth his mouth opens and he goes, yeah. <laughs> for more details, yeah. please listen to episode one through and four so of them, Epsilon 14. And on and we fade out. Yeah, he tells and, them the story. And the YouTube, on the YouTube screen, like, <laughs> Epsilon, please play Epsilon, pops up in the playlist and then fades out. If you'd like to yeah. watch Epsilon, yeah. click here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, is is that the scene? Do we want to fade out Yeah, here? we'll fade oh, out. Let's go back to the, the bell. I love it. The android telling a horror story, like a campfire. Everyone has to make disadvantage on all their fear checks if they hear <laughs> about it. Especially if you're standing above like a screen or something, it's just glowing up at your face while yeah. you tell it. Mm. Just have his eyes glow red. <laughs> just at the very end of it. But how did you survive? Invisible like the demons of old. Vomiting out of the mouth. Anyway. <laughs> we head back to not the chapel, but the garden of the Napishtim. I believe is the pronunciation. And you see this young woman, Asian descent. She greets you with a smile and then it sort of goes to somberness as she looks down at these little shrines and says, Alas, the Minotaur couldn't save them. Oh, hello. I am Noriko. Well, Matt, I'm Craig. This is Tony. Hey, what's up? Hello, Craig. Hello, Tony. What brings you to the deep? Uh, same thing that brings everyone else, I imagine. We're, you know, doing our thing. I used to be like you, coming for monetary value or perhaps fame and fortune. But I have found something so much more precious. I have... I have found enlightenment. So many questions. How the hell do you get a whole forest to grow in this dead bell? The power of the Minotaur makes it so. What's the Minotaur? The Minotaur is a divine creature trapped here by Monarch. It is our savior of the human race. It will uplift humanity to the stars and beyond. Well, I uh, hate to burst your bubble, but uh, we've already passed the stars and beyond. There is much more. In the blackness of space, the Minotaur can unlock its secrets. Sure, and when the, when is the Minotaur taking a house visit next, huh? The Minotaur is imprisoned within the labyrinth by Monarch. Sure, sure. Uh, do you know where? To reach the labyrinth, you must enter Eden. Okay, you got like a map or something, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a little drawing in the dirt you can make for me. Where's uh, Where's Eden? Eden is on floor two of the deep. Of course, of course. Is it this? Is it plants? Of sorts. Oops. You will have to see it for yourself to realize. Eden contains the chosen and the fallen androids of Monarch. And uh, when did you come upon this enlightenment that you speak of? I met the Minotaur. It showed me such things. Gets his little notebook out. Do not meet the <laughs> Minotaur. <laughs> it is our savior. If someone were to release it, it will help us of this place. What about this maze? What's in the middle of it? The Minotaur. It is trapped within the labyrinth on level two. If you were to help it escape, you will bring enlightenment to the universe. Okay. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Um, but we have only just met. But I can perform the sacrament for you. For anyone. What is the sacrament? The sacrament you will impart... The Minotaur, you will eat of its flesh, and it will give you knowledge and ease your mind. Um, I just ate. Uh, <laughs> Tony, are you hungry? This I offer to all divers here. I mean, there's some sort of alternative. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm on a bit of a vegan diet. <laughs> Can we, um... The alternative 
is to be lost. We, we've got other guys with us. Can we take some to go? <laughs> like, a, like a doggy bag? A, a, a doggy bag? A doggy bag. You must perform the ritual. I must perform the ritual here at the chapel. And you may take the sacrament if you wish. If I start the sacrament, are you going to get pissed off if I back out halfway through it? It would be a shame, but it is up to you. I do not force it upon anyone. You want to, like, uh, rock, paper, scissors or something? Um, yeah. You guys going to do this? Can I, can I scan this sacramental meat? Are you going to get annoyed if I do that? Or is that, like, blasphemous? Or If you enter the ritual with skepticism in your heart, then it is not guaranteed that it will work on you. I mean, I ain't never eaten Minotaur before. Ah, uh, yeah. I normally stick to, you know, like your, your chicken and your pepperoni and your <laughs> blogs. You know, blogs not so bad on pizza. People uh, bag pineapple and blogs the way to go. She smiles. <laughs> if you would like to stop and pay your respects to the fallen, I will preside over you and ease your mind. We're actually, um... We're looking for some friends of ours, actually. Um, oh? Divers that came in before, they were part of the... I'm going to have to write this down. What was the name of the ship? R- Ramirez. Ramirez, thank you. They were aboard a ship called the Ramirez. Um, do you, uh... Perhaps that name does ring a bell, but I don't think any of the crew partook in the sacrament. They were not here for the Minotaur. They were here for something else, I think. Yes. Very well. Okay. Uh, we'll have a look around at some of these shrines and... Sure, you want to maybe sit in reverence to one? Yeah. Just sort of suss out the names on it or, yeah. or whatnot. I'll, I'll pull one out for Harambe. Yeah. You don't see any names, but more just like little candles wrapped around the roots, the vines. And you earnestly pay your respects or yeah. act like it? Okay. Yeah. Both of you? I'm not going to disrespect the dead. Yeah, just sure. uh, dick move. Noriko says, I bless you in the name of the Minotaur. May your travels within the deep be not so harsh and may you come to meet its wisdom soon. Thank you, Noriko. Um, we've actually got a little robot friend who, who I think we found in a garden somewhere who might send him your way. Androids are most welcome. The Minotaur will save all of the creations. Very good. Ah, John is licking his lips. <laughs> Stop I was, that. <laughs> I, was, I was curious about Like that. You, you get the feeling that Noriko is worships the Minotaur as God. Can I... Oh, no. I wasn't... Mm, no, that's more of a duck. Or a buck. Think of a, specific, a, a specific question or info you would want to get out of Noriko before we can move on. There's something I want to know personally, but Craig probably wouldn't know too much about, and that's the connection to this sort of garden and the other garden religion back on... Uh, Prospero's dream, but yeah, he didn't know too much about that because he didn't go. You didn't go, but she doesn't have any sign of the Salarian Church. You certainly didn't hear about the Minotaur or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't seem like she's sun worshiping. Okay. That your question? Yeah, essentially. Tony, you got some barbecue sauce for that uh, bull meat. I'm sorry, if you're not going to take it seriously, then I don't believe it will help you. I'm I'm just uh, nervous about the taste, you know? I'm a fine palate kind of guy. Would you like to take it or not? Uh, m- more because anything that'll get me safety in this place <laughs> is right. quite tempting. I'm not the kind of guy who wants to get into trouble. I'm also not too smart. She leads you to the chapel. I'm tempted to... Dr. Craig, the doctor, you have any advice? I... I don't... Don't put the mystery meat in your mouth. Yeah, don't, 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 uh, don't... If you can try and keep it. Uh, I 
contest it and I want to we can sort of see what it is you know uh, uh, if that makes sense sure this is possible know. this is possible if you however can... the drawback is you would Noriko wouldn't like it yeah so that's why I'm like so she'll be less inclined to help you in the future perhaps if there's a way to like subtly get it out without her knowing do it well it's like if she holds out a wafer or something and places it on your tongue yeah it's pretty hard to, to mock not consuming it you just i guess you could not swallow it flick it under your tongue and pretend to swallow all right would you like to do that tony that's sort of my advice otherwise probably don't ingest this crazy ladies you whisper this as you as she leads you to the chapel ghost theater is gone yeah and she goes in front well, as you're talking all kinds of uh, spooky business, I'm going to roll a fear slave. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> oh. you're not settling me down, Doc. You're <laughs> kind of making me nervous. Thank you, player, for pre-loading your saves. <laughs> saves come off. 82. Hey, it's a fail. Take a stress. <laughs> That's man. a big fail. <laughs> so she leads you to the chapel, and she is there. She goes into a little tabernacle area and pulls out a little... Reliquy opens it and hands out a small fleshy piece of meat. It's like uh, fresh or is it dry, like jerky? It looks dried. Did I see where she pulled it off of? A little box. Okay. Do you take in your heart the wisdom of the Minotaur and do you pledge to set it free? So that it may enlighten us all. Like it's not gonna like kill us or anything. It is quite safe. You will not be harmed if you have it in your heart. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, sure. She okay. gives you the sacrament. Do you swallow? I mean, don't want to offend the poor lady, but I don't. I don't want to get sick. What does it taste like? It tastes like whatever really synthetic dried meat perhaps not quite normal it doesn't have any sort of flavor it's not so bad <laughs> Ooh, you know it kind of slides it's like if it uh, gets stuck in my you got some water or something of course she gives you a little baggie of water miss uh he swallowed it by the way everyone uh, miss miss Nuriko, uh i sort of get her attention a little bit I am, I am curious as to... You gain three stress. <laughs> I gain three stress from eating it? Sure do. Did you actually swallow it? Yeah. 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 Fuck! Can I, can I just fade in? Can you imagine, like, so... We, we cut back. While this scene is happening, it's like Merkabur is talking to himself, and just for the sake of cinematics, he says, like, And Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves and dress it first. For a year many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. And we fade back. Tony, you feel a bit more stressed than usual, but Noriko places her hand on your forehead and says, Be well. You've got, you've got nice soft hands, lady, I'll tell you that, at least. If you go into the labyrinth, the Minotaur will guide you. You will not be harmed. Well, that's a relief, you know, that's what I'm hoping for. It will show you the way. Sure, sure, okay. And we fade out. And it's getting quite late in the night, as we said, but I'm assuming you all probably make it back now and you're all together in the mess. As we sort of walking back towards the shuttle, Craig will turn to Tony and be like, he pulls out a little vial out of his specimen collecting kit. goes, all right, spit it into that. It's gone. Yeah, he doesn't know that. Oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> Spit it into this. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, Doc. I didn't know what to do. I I, I panicked. You didn't fucking eat it, did you? I fucking choked, man. I choked. <laughs> Look, I, I I ate the meatball, okay? I, I don't know what else to tell you. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm poisoned or, or, or what. Um, If they, the lady said at least I'm going to be safe, I, I don't... I panicked, man. I don't know oh, what to tell you. Okay, 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 okay. We'll calm down. We'll run some tests. We can go in. We'll have a look. No more eating random shit that uh, random people offer you. How did it taste? What was it like? Give me some. <laughs> give me some rundown. Look, I'm gonna say one thing, but that's not gonna be my official response. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do we have to roleplay these guys? Come on. Let's no, go. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it tasted kind of kind of plain, but also the texture was it tasted a bit fake. It's kind of weird. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's, it's a, a, a real awkward experience. Ah, uh, well, when you need to shit, come talk to me. <laughs> Gross. All right, I believe we can. Uh, Fingers down the throat. <laughs> Do you? Uh, Get some chalk. I don't know. I mean charcoal. He's no he's chalk. like, what if I do meet this minotaur and and it does keep me safe? Yeah. Like you're a, as you said, self-proclaimed dumb. Well, not dumb d- guy. not necessarily dumb, but Easily just not led. not like trusting. No, it's just he's he's just afraid of the unknown in this case. And you've been offered some, something to to help me stay safe. I'm like, look, I'll I'll take the safety, but. Hey, all of you... This makes me real nervous. Everyone else, you will be laughing when this pays off. <laughs> and you're going to be like, I probably should have eaten the meat. I should have eaten the fucking meat. So, all right. Do you think you venture out one more time or do you think you sleep? It's been a long journey. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, can, is, is there a way to lock up the ship in the sense that it doesn't get unlocked from the outside? Your airlock is internally locked. Okay. Manually on the inside. Yeah, cool. Definitely. There's also a truce on the bell. Yeah, yeah, but a truce to not hurt each other, not to go in and, and cause trouble. I believe were his exact words. Steal each other's shit. Still a good idea to lock up anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel quite secure in your ship. Yeah. Especially when there's eight of you. Seven. Oh, I was hoping for a beep to Josh, be like it's locking up. Yeah. Josh is picking up his keys, car keys, and he's going to go doo, 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 beep, beep. and we. You going to sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck's explaining the theory, and I don't know if this is trademark, so if it is, feel free to bleep it out. Uh, the theory of the to Makaba. And she's like, so really, we're all just limited. Our potential is limited by our own ability to manifest things for ourselves. You know, you just got to really visualize it and manifest it. I have been trying to dream for three years. Still, the night is black. Does your work on androids? I mean, I've seen it work on everybody. The reality is you just must not be trying hard enough. Speaking of gatekeeping, uh, of <laughs> gaslighting, <laughs> and we fade out. You're just not trying enough. And we fade out on that very litigious bit of talk. <laughs> just rubs his, like, sternum where he's got the jar. You'll be the first to take the goo. <laughs> and we pass yeah, we do. to Gordon. Oh. Gordon, you're asleep. Yep. In zero G. Just... Floating, well, you're in your little, little sleeping bag. Bunk. It's probably a little thing that you put a little strap over your stomach, put yeah. the blanket, sleeping bag. We fade back about oh, nine months ago, and you are in the medical center, and you are sitting on the gurney, your legs dangling over the side. You're sort of, you're in your tidy whities and Galen Dynamics 201, Raphael. Raphael, your companion your medical android who has helped you being with you thick and thin. Gordon, you always commented you would like to have mechanoid knees. Is it the time? Not getting any younger robo-bones. And, uh, I don't see any other way to move time backwards. I gotta be able to run. Very well. I can perform the surgery. I am qualified. You are in safe hands. Well, you saved my life once. And you saved mine as well. And they look down, and in the chest is like a circular blast hole, similar to your shotgun blast. They were shot through the chest, and you were managed to save their logic core, and Raphael was saved by you. Would you like to please make a body save at advantage? Yes, to have your cyber legs installed, your yes. knees. Yes. This is just to see if they were budgy implants or not. Papa's getting some new legs, man. I was an adventurer until I took a shotgun blast for the knee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Advantage, body save. That's a fail. Let's see if we do oh, better. Oh, come on, Gordon. Five. <gasps> Gordon has got robot knees. Perfectly functioning, and Raphael says, Gordon, Gordon, 
Wake up. The operation was a complete success. Oh shit. Hold on a second here. Whoa, he's gonna sit up. He's still under sedation, but he's gonna stand up. And like start bouncing on his on his legs. Whoa, no way. Hold on a minute. And he's gonna <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I'm zooming into his token. Yeah. Do your thing. Uh, he's gonna jump. And it freeze frames with one hand up in the air. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. And we flash back to the bunk. He, he, he jumps and then like in his head. Like, You're in high school. And it it's like... cuts to him as like a handsome high school senior. With a sheen of sweat. With his like gravity ball jersey and his rippling muscular arms. There's like a, there's like bleachers. There's like a, there's like a, it pans over to a girl who's like. <laughs> Got her hands over her mouth. And, uh, that's what he dreams about, is that the, the knee replacement, I guess. And you wake up aboard the Ugly Duckling, and it is the morning of the next day, 5, 5.30 in the morning. Buck is already up doing, the, doing his yoga. Yeah, he's naked again. Naked yoga, tea at the ready. Dutch is uh, still in the... Um, cockpit. He has not left the cockpit. He has not slept. Oh, so the adrenaline just kept going, and you stayed up a good overnight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, even when after the adrenaline wore off, and he was still tired, he was just still awake. He just exhausted, but refusing to sleep. Just eyes are like hollowed out, almost. Really hollowed out. Your token has got black <laughs> holes in your face. <laughs> yeah. How's everyone else feeling? You want to do a little wake-up scene or you're good to go? Tony, your stomach is a bit tender this morning, but you were not violently ill in the night. Like tender hell. Just like, you, it's more psychological. You think it was okay, but you just keep like say, thinking something's going to go wrong. Can't tell if I'm sick or not. Uh, what, what, a, what a night. Oh my God. And Craig, Craig, you scan him. He hasn't got a fever. He... Yeah, there's my, no sign of my, my sample kit. Sure, I'm feeling uh, a, take I'm a feeling few, hot, Doc. <laughs> a few different types of uh, specimen collections from him: yeah, fe and, fecal, uh, sal saliva, bit of blood, like just just hole straight them all. into the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> take some out. <laughs> there we go. There it is. <laughs> Running a couple of tests. Be sort of normal on in that end. So you're all around the breakfast table. You're all eating. Tony maybe foregoes his meal. You're eating your MREs, you're, you open up the little foil and you start chewing on that. And you discuss, I assume, what you're going to do. Are you planning to go on the first dive, 7 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, look, Tony's having his uh, typical breakfast of coffee and cigarettes. Um, and Smoking inside a, a, a spaceship, good idea. Yeah, it's best idea. <laughs> if there's an area that uh, can process smoke fuel, yes, designated smoke in the area. Okay. He's going to sit there and stare out the window and he's just going to be like, oh, fucking, you guys ready for this or what? I don't see the point delaying. Let's get down there. You just look out on into the graffiti of the bell and you just say, how did they get graffiti on there? It's uh, You just see turn back. <laughs> You'd have to float for miles just to get out of here, you know? No, it's like only a few hundred meters. Up over the side. Sure. <laughs> just see someone like drifting off around the edge, attached by a rope that never made it back. Sure. <laughs> I think um, Tony and Craig would have sort of told everyone about what they got from Ghost Eater and. Sure. Um, what's her name? Naka. Naka. Nautico. Nautico. Noriko, yeah. Noriko. Noriko. You ate the sacrament of the bull? Uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah, 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 that happened. Hey, Tony, your shit sample came back. You're all good. I think he said Minotaur specifically. I feel like that's more of a private thing to tell someone, <laughs> but, you know, thank you, Doc. Matter is not to me. The god Baal had the head of a bull. Sure. Sure. I mean, uh... This this guy said he he takes us in at what uh, seven o'clock in the morning. He sticks around in the for an hour on the other side. Well, once once you go, if you go back early and talk to Arcady, he can explain the procedure. So it's about five thirty in the morning. You've all woken up. You're just finishing your meal. 
you can go in, back into the bell and talk to Arcady just before he makes his trip to the deep. You can gain more information. Are, are we going to the deep today, gentlemen and ladies? I see no reason to delay. Let's do this. We're going to the deep. We're going to the deep. We're going to die. We're going to the deep. <laughs> Very echoey song by Josh there. Okay. I do believe this is a momentous occasion. I do declare. I do declare. That's what I, I imagine uh, Foghorn as, like, whenever you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare that so, this here ship be the finest vessel in this side of the galaxy. Everyone wants to know who is stepping off this ship, the ugly duckling, entering the bell and preparing to go on their first dive. Well, Tony's going. <laughs> Tony, number one. Counting out his ammunition and going over his gear one last time is Dr. Craig. Dr. Craig, lock it in. Gordon Good starts doing a few practice swings with his Vibe Shetty, making sure it's charged up, and then attaching it holster to his to the belt of his baggy hazard suit. Nice. And... Cameron puts her lab coat on over her battle dress and is ready to rock and all roll. And you all pass through the umbilical, back to the bell. You go back into the Acheron, huge docking chamber. You see this small shuttle and you see Arcady there, bright and early in the morning, holding a coffee in his little plastic baggie, slurping on it as he floats around. Ah... You are back, the ugly ducklings themselves. Did you sleep well? Slept great, actually. Thanks for asking. I'm ready to take this place on. Oh, that is marvelous. You've got your affairs in order. Yep. Absolutely. Bought the tombstone and everything. Hell yeah. Noriko told me you took the sacrament, Tony. I must say I'm very surprised. Yeah, it's a hell of a trip. She did not stop talking about it in the morning. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't anything special, was it? No, I mean, it is very special to her. Oh, I'm glad that I could make the lady happy. She asked me to help you all on your first dive. Okay, sure. So, you are new. You are first divers. I would recommend you go start at level one. Floor one, which is habitation and reception. Yep, good place to start, good place to start. First base. Exactly. Mm. The lower you go in the deep, the more inhospitable it will get. The more monarch has strict control. How many levels are there? There are... He's thinking. (laughs) He's like, he got his hands up. He gets out his hands and starts counting them. There you are... see like a seventh finger pop out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the AI portrait. There are six levels of the deep. Number one, reception and habitation. This is the safest area. It is still intact, mostly lobbies and offices for the humans that used to reside here and work here. Floor number two is a, quite an experiment by Monarch. There is called Eden. It is there Monarch tortures the poor souls, pitting chosen against the fallen. Then floor three is the factory, containing the production and maintenance zone, the synth flesh farms, the brain construction. Then you have floor number four. I do not need to tell you about floor number four. When it comes up, when you get to there, if you ever do, ask me. Floor number five is the heart of Monarch. It is the AI core. If someone were to make their way there, they could destroy Monarch forever. And you look at him getting really worked up about this. In a good or bad way? You're just seeing he's saying, like, it's obvious that he doesn't like Monarch. Huh. But uh, that is for also another time. 
The last leaf floor six is engineering and support. This is where the power and the thrust and the, the deeper mechanical places are. But no, habitation and reception is the best way for new people. Yeah, it's got to be a bit of foreplay before your home run. Exactly. I don't want to know what one level after a home run is. Engineering. I will take you to the docking bay in my shuttle. Every 24 hours, I will return at 7 o'clock. If you have a timekeeping device, I advise you to set it now under my watch. And it's like 6.20. He gives you a time. Yeah. I will come there and drop people off and also pick divers up who are returning. I will stay there for exactly one hour. Then I will return to the bell. The next morning, I will come back and pick anyone up. I do not recommend you stay more than 24 hours in the deep. It is quite confronting on people. That was going to be my next question. Um, yeah. 24 hours, okay. What, um, what should we expect in, in this first level? The first level is quite hospitable for humans. There is oxygen. It is well lit. But you may encounter wandering androids. So there are security androids still down there. They do have weapons, but you can avoid them most of the time. Are they easy to put down if we need to come to it? If you have to, yes. But I would not recommend fighting. Any such mass disruption will alert Monarch. And you do not want to get the attention of Monarch. Very well. Don't damage the surroundings. If you try to hack into any systems, if you discharge or damage the area significantly, this will risk detection by Monarch. And, uh, what happens if Teach does catch us? Then my advice is not to listen to anything it says. It will try to trick you. Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> I mean, I already ate the Kool-Aid, so... I wish you best of luck. You are the first divers to take today. And the only group. Sweet. Are you ready? Let's, uh... Let's fuck this chicken. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Well, how are we supposed to follow that up? No, it's, it's a, we fade out. Yep. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a saying. Can, uh, can, is there anywhere on um, the bell where you can see the shuttle going down? Like you can see its descent, its gradient descent, if you will. Sure. Uh, Merkub is standing there watching the shuttle move towards the great uh, abominable ziggurat as it were and uh, all on his own he starts singing oh death oh death won't you spare me over another year this that I can see with ice cold hands taking hold of me. Oh, death. My name is death. None can excel. I'll open the door to heaven or hell. Oh, death. Oh, death. Dr. Craig. Dr. Elias, Mr. Tony, and Mr. Gordon, you gather into Arcady's shuttle, the Acheron, and you make your way to the deep for the first time. As I explained one time, <laughs> there's a thing called the bends for divers who want to explore the deep. Some groups like to keep, keep this stat hidden from the players, but others can show it. I think in our playthrough, 
having us all know what the stat is allows us to react a bit more and role play off each other and I think it'd be better to know this stat. Is this sort of like a more mental version of the bends? Where the, the deeper you go, the crazier you are? It's called the bends. Because it's the normal bends is yeah. nitrogen in the blood. Yeah, when you surface too quickly. It's, yeah. it's obviously all metaphorical because yeah, we're, we're diving like more here. A mental affliction. Because I feel like it'll be more fun than if it's a more of a mental affliction to kind of role play it off yourself but keep the score sort of well. hidden. If he explains what it is, then we'll That's what I mean. I'm just go saying. from there. Yeah. The first time a crew member enters the deep, you gain a stat called the bends. This stat starts at five, unless you still have your trinket from character creation. Who still has their trinket from character creation? We've I got do. a raise of hands on the podcast. Do. Yep. Yes. Dr. Cameron Elias, your stat starts at zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Craig Graham, yep. your stat starts at zero. Yep. Tony, you've got it? Yeah. Your stat starts at zero. Gordon Good. No. You do not. Your stat starts at five. Please write five bends. And now everyone roll a D ten and add that to your bends score. What do we got here? Do you want to say, or you want to keep it secret? I, can you just sort of run through the mechanic of it yeah, quickly? What would the mechanical effects be? So, as you make your way through the deep, repetitive dives, strange things happening, affecting your mind, you will be asked to make bends checks. A bends check is to roll a one a d hundred, and you're attempting to roll over your bends stat. And the bends goes up regardless, no matter what. It'll keep going up if you ever have to make a check. Okay. You'll gain bends as you experience things within the deep. And what happens if you fail a bends check? I roll on the bends table and you get an effect that happens. Your bends can never be decreased below five unless you still have control of your original trinket. So don't lose it, ever. And your bends can decrease every by 1d5 every week spent away from the deep. Shall we begin? Yes. Then let us begin. I'm going to swallow my trinket. (laughs) (laughs) It's not swallowing everything. It's just your thing now. If it's gone, do you still have it? How do you check if you still got it? This is like the uh, Moonbase Blues conundrum. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't like trying to figure that out in my head right now. (laughs) It's too hard. Arcady brings you around. There it is, the docking bay. I will bring us down. Hold on to your hats. He smiles maniacally as you descend, the shuttle ricketing and shaking. Craig will pull up his little half-faced balaclava, pull down his little goggles and clip his helmet on. And you see this giant claw, docking arm, reaching out into space and the Acheron comes up and is grasped by this clamp. You see along the umbilical of flesh-toned plastic is covered in graffiti, and you see the airlock door in front of you. What does the graffiti say? Yeah, I was about to say, does the graffiti say anything? Yes. It's just graffiti. It says, home sweet home, and it says, I got mine, (laughs) and it says... See you later, suckers. Things like that. Just you'll, you'll be sorry. Things like that, yeah. Mm. Taunting, maybe. Mm. Killer Roy was here. Yeah. <laughs> you see the airlock door, and OKD goes, I will stay here for one hour. If you get cold feet, uh, you won't get cold feet, but please try to make it back. I will see you, hopefully, in 24 hours. See you tomorrow morning. The airlock door is a bit... Rusty, give it a good crack. Give it a little love tap to try and get her open. Cool, give us a strength. Oh, fuck. Check. Gordon. Oh, God, it's a thing. You oh, can God. do this with advantage if someone yeah, helps I'll help you. you. Yeah. I feel All like right, pencil arms, I'm going to help you. <laughs> what are we doing, just pulling the door open? <laughs> Actually, should, should, I, think, I think Gordon should do it, and I should just give him a help. Yeah, okay. sure. You just start cranking. It's a hand crank. Uh, I've got... 
Yes, I do. All right, please roll strength, adding your athletic skill. I've got to roll under 60. All right. My strength is 50. He's a grab ball champion. Of course he has yeah. athletics. Mm. And it's all in the upper body. All in the upper body. <laughs> Use those robo knees. 77. Woo! Uh, over 60. Critical <laughs> fail. Is it with advantage? You're yeah, getting no. advantage. Roll again. Oh. Son of a bitch. You lucky son of a bitch. Dylan. He's you gonna, son of a bitch. He's going to have to burn that free breathe roll at the very start. 94. You fail again. Oh, good. Would you like to burn your free reroll? You take one stress and the door opens. Wait, isn't a critical fail a panic check? No, you rolled no, no, with, no, roll with advantage. So you took the less bad fail. Oh, sure. Even though it was higher. So take a stress and the door opens. <laughs> you were kidding about that rust. Yeah, everyone's looking at Gordon and he just... <laughs> He just can't do it the first time. He has oh, to go. Know, I got some WD-40 in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I like punch the door. It kind of happens. Come on! And then I do it. I turn to the. Uh, <laughs> I turn to the two hangarongers and I just go, "All right, guys. Um, me and Gordon will take point. You guys stay real close behind us. Uh, actually, no. Gordon, Gordon will take point. I'll take rear. You two stay between the two of us." Keep your head down. Keep as noted of anything. Yeah, say hey to your mom for me. <laughs> and you begin walking into this reception. Through the airlock, it goes down a concrete stairwell, winding its way down, down, down. You go single file. You, Gordon, you said you're taking point? I'll take point. And I'll take up the rear, keeping an eye behind us. We're in the mid. I'll take striker position. Gravity ball term. I've got my infrared goggles on. Sure. As you pass down these concrete stairs, you begin to see light coming from the next area. That's not just me, right? There's actually lights? Yeah, you were told. And there's gravity. As you begin to float down these stairs, it starts getting heavier and heavier until you're on solid ground. Don't forget to brace yourself. You might, uh, your knees might give a little. <laughs> hey. Baby, I got good knees. <laughs> got robo knees. Robo knees, baby. I walked got right into knees. that. Gravity ball champion. Everybody feeling all right? Craig is a little, a lot more comfortable knowing that he can now fight in actual gravity instead of yeah. floating around. You deactivate your mag boots. Oh, you didn't bring them. I didn't bring mag boots. You can have my grab boots if you want. Duh. Too late. Too heavy. Let's go ahead. So I'm just going to give you, for the players, I'm going to give you a bit of an example as you travel through the deep of scale. There are two types of scales in gradient descent. One is human scale. These will be rooms, if we get to a map, with a single covered line. Human scale. Take about 10 minutes to traverse. General, made for humans to traverse in. And then you've got industrial scale. These will be in rooms in thick white lines. Industrial scale rooms are vast cavernous spaces and will take you half an hour to traverse through. Not made for humans, like big construction, things like that. So on the map, it's relative scale, not actual. Then there's fish scale. Yeah. Okay, moving on. You see the lights and you begin to pass into a wide open reception area. Looking down, you see filthy once luxurious carpet, now covered in stains and dirt and refuse. You notice, Gordon, bullet casings scattered around the carpet. Do I see bullet holes in the walls anywhere? Not on the walls, but there's a desk not far away riddled with bullet holes. Like it's turned up like a barricade or? It looks like it was part, it had a terminal attached to it and it's just been shot through I'm going to look for all the entrances you see there seems to be an entrance far to the east and maybe another stairwell to the southwest uh, does it smell like it smells mouldy and it smells mouldy but yeah. does it smell like anything died does it smell like there's a, there's a dead body anywhere it does oh nice you pick up one of these bullet casings yes Yep. No? Sure. Yep. It looks like to be... Are you wearing gloves? <laughs> Are you wearing gloves? I'm in a hazard suit. Yeah, he is. It looks like from a high-end pulse rifle. Upmarket 
heavy duty. What do you guys think? Pulse rifle in this close quarters. Must be desperate. Somebody had a bad time if they had had to throw down in the first room. All right, well, we'll keep our eyes up, our ears sharp. You start walking along. That smell gets worse and worse, Gordon. No, you can't smell it. You've got a hazard suit on. Have you got the helmet up? Oh, they said there was air down here, right? Sure did. Uh, then no. Who does smell it? I smell it. Me. Craig, you smell the unmistakable stench of death yep. as you turn the corner. I recognize this smell. And swinging from the rafters above you is a corpse of a human hanging by an extension cord around their neck as they gently sway. And we'll see you next time. Hey. (laughs) Where everyone will have to make a fear check. We're here. We're in the deep. Everyone, how do you feel? feel great. Good. Feel like it's starting to hit off now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. This is where the fun starts. Anything else more substantial? <laughs> we found a dead guy. We found some, we found some bullet casings. You know, we, we, we found some, some dirty carpet. That's um, so I far. Got, I got to sing my little song. Yeah. Yep. This, this, this morning I was like, I want to do that. It adds continuity to the you, podcast. You always try to add a song. Yeah. Is, that, is that your own little ditty? No, that's a very famous Appalachian folk song. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't you know, Doug? I know, oh. f- I know a yeah, couple I, of Appalachians, but I don't recognize that one. Are you all caught up on your Appalachian folk <laughs> music history? I, like I, <laughs> I know which side are it you was on. In, it was used in Supernatural, the TV show, and uh, oh, okay. it was in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. You know what? It doesn't bode well that this is the first room that we enter, and this is what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So if this is what like. I mean, starts, how long has it been there? It could have been there for a while. It could be very recent. Was it self-inflicted? Would someone string them up there? That's sort of what Craig is thinking. That's is. what a doctor's going to find out, and we'll find out next time on Nobody Wake the Bugbear Plays Gradient Descent. We will see you then. Something quite sad about the fact that Gordon's consistently been saying, "I don't want to stay here any longer than I have to," and then immediately gets the bends worse than anyone else. <laughs> the bend. The bend. Mm. Let us begin. We shall. Let us begin without Doug's horrible, gross mouth sounds (laughs) burping into the mind. (laughs) Should we just do the arsehole thing and cut away to a different person? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So they've been waiting a week. (coughs) They're waiting a week and we cut back to freaking Merkabar. Shall we? Just just gaslighting the audience. So. Hang on. I haven't faded you out yet, John. <laughs> you guys can have a conversation. He never said so, he was ready. No, no, wait. No. No. Yeah, yeah. I'll lead you in. One moment. And then he'll say nothing. He goes, we'll go, guys. The airlock opens. And out of the umbilical floats through. Rian, Gordon, Cameron, and Buck. Or was Buck always on the ship? Buck was always on the ship. Yeah, and Rian stayed on the ship too. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let me do that again then. Hang on, we'll do the sound effect for the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the afterclub. This airlock brought to you by Schweppes. <laughs> that was my stomach. <laughs> <making noise. clears throat> Reset. <clears throat> what they choose to do with their lives? John. You can't bite your nails on mic. You just can't. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay? <laughs> I'm serious. I have to cut it out. Get a duck to the loo. So, right, uh, hang on. 
So he, hang on, we'll break for dinner. Oh, I've got just, to pee. I'm about to piss myself. Okay. We will Do continue it. from. Piss yourself. Uh, he will explain the procedure, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Yep. Seven o'clock in the morning, he could uh, <laughs> shuttle us across, and he stays there for sure. about an hour. Yeah. Can you auto tune that as well to make it sound robotic? Make it make sound robotic. Yeah. Mm. Like T Pain. He doesn't have a robotic T-Pain. voice. Hasn't been established. He didn't even sing before, and now he does. Yeah. We'll break, continue, whatever. Continuity. I established Continuity. it in the previous episode. I set it up. Is yeah, that where we, he talked about singing before. Is that where you cut that? Were we supposed to cut an episode somewhere? Was that a good place to cut it? No, no I just wanted to do it. No. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to think of where we cut it, because I don't think we cut it. For I know what I'm doing, two to three. <laughs> I just, 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 just. Put it. Was like, no backseat like drivers. I'm held for help. you. And it's like the dial-up ring uh, <laughs> sound for the internet. I like. Let me set it up. I like the. I liked how that could be tonally quite robotic. Mm. Sounded nice. 